The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. You've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about kumbaya and flat earth insanity. Stand-up comedy? You want stand-up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with a Dog. You make me laugh. All right, let me let me see you make me laugh. Not happening, is it? You don't get rid of that. I don't know. Ben thinks the show's about them. Always about you, isn't it, Ben? Maybe it is about the band today. We saw. The title of today's show, I thought it was about them. Good morning, folks. It is uh, Thursday. I had to think about that for a second. Thursday, February 15th, 2024. I hope it's a beautiful day wherever you are. Still freezing, uh, cold here. Uh, the snow has turned to ice, and it's really difficult to walk outside. It's difficult to walk in anywhere for me at this age. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I hope it's a beautiful day where you are. Uh, <clears throat> still a little sick. Obviously, you can hear it in the, in the voice. Uh, last night was Valentine's Day. Did not do anything. I hope you did something uh, that didn't get you uh, in the doghouse. Uh, I was thinking about this because there's an, uh, a correlation between the idiot guests <laughs> who can't seem the book on my calendar and say, uh, I just I'm I'm easy. Just pick a date for me. No, when we put out the the call for guests on this program, no, I'm not just gonna pick a date for you. They, I keep getting emails. Just pick a date. Pick a date. That is just like going out on a date with your wife or your significant other, and she says you just picked a restaurant, and then you pick the restaurant, and she says no, I'm not going through that. And that's what what it is with these comedians who are sending in guest requests. Just pick a date. I'm easy. And then you send them the date. And, oh, I'm, ah, you know, I'm working that day. Okay. Listen, it's a very simple thing. It's a, it's a game. We all play by the same rules. It's a calendar. <laughs> you look at the calendar, see when you're available. You book that date. I confirm it's easy that way. Don't be like my wife. Just pick a restaurant. And then I pick a restaurant. Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm not in the mood for Italian. What? The? Okay, go to another one. Oh, I'm not, no. Just pick one. Just keep on picking one. Pick one. You pick one. I'm sorry. I'm griping, aren't I? I'm sick. What can I tell you? 
But we didn't, I didn't do anything last night. I took NyQuil. By the way, NyQuil is not a paid sponsor of this program. I took NyQuil and went to sleep and, uh, you know, having some crazy dreams. Being, I have the craziest dreams when I'm sick. But anyway, a uh, terrible thing happened yesterday, uh, and I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but the Second Amendment is uh, trending on Twitter again today for uh, reasons of uh, there was another mass shooting in uh yesterday in kansas city one person died um a mother of two a dj local dj in, in kansas city uh 21 people were injured uh i'm just wondering and now i'm not going to dwell on this i promise but i'm just wondering how long it's going to be before a certain group of people are going to be blaming taylor swift for this uh three two one there it is uh somebody has already blamed her for this uh, it's just ridiculous. I mean, uh, the insanity that's going on. Uh, what else is trending on Twitter today? Antarctica. Antarctica, and there is some video from Antarctica. It's just really nice, beautiful video of a, like, a lens flare in the sky over uh, Antarctica. And, of course, the flat earthers <laughs> are all over. Uh, you can see the firmament. You can see the you can see the top of the dome. <sighs> Flat Earthers, go there, go there, please go to go to the southern hemisphere. I think once you go to the southern hemisphere and you can no longer see the North Star, you'll have some explaining to do. But please stop with your imaginary firmament. Oh my goodness, you know. How do the satellites that that are uh, bringing you internet right now, and you're watching this and you're thinking, what can I comment about Flat Earth in this uh, little podcast uh, chat room there? What can I say? And they're delivering you this internet. How do they get up there? Are they under the firmament or over the firmament? Are they crashing through the firmament? Please, just go to Antarctica. You, you're breaking my brain. Uh and the other thing that is in the news today is uh, Tucker Carlson, who had, claims he has been radicalized. He loves Russia more than America. He, this is what uh, Tucker is saying. Russians, Russians have it so much better than Americans. In my day, and this is not my day, my day is past, but in my day, that would have gotten you shot in America, just coming out and saying that. I mean, he would have been called, labeled as a traitor, and uh, deported. Get out, you Russian traitor. Now, he's the head of the right wing or the voice of the right wing in America. It's insane. It's insane. The whole world has gone topsy-turvy, inside out, upside down. And here I am being sick. We have a good day, a good show for you today, though. Uh, and that's why I think the band might have uh, com uh, confused uh the show was about them it's called beautiful music we have uh a i think folk artist composer performer songwriter uh guitar player uh in the first hour john daddio clark and in the second hour catherine gerhardt i think that's how you spell uh, pronounce the last name i am uh i pronounce uh Ger Ger. Gerard, I don't know. G G A I R A R D. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not good with pronunciations. She is a harpist, a musician. Uh, she's uh, composing for films uh, and uh, sound. She creates soundscapes. You know, 
I hate to say, I hate to put her in this, you know, genre bag, uh, new age type of music. Uh, in the meantime, we have uh, Trouble on the way, and Trouble looks like this and this. <laughs> Good morning, Trouble. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're not the first one to call me that. I know that. Good morning. Is that Go something ahead, you got please. to say? Is good morning and you show a cup? No. Is that oh. good, good morning? Is your cup empty or full of potential? Order your potential at mindogtv.com. Wow. Uh, I don't think we sell potential, but we'll look into it. Uh, what does that look I, I, like? That's, well, it looks like this. This is potential. You can put anything <laughs> in there. Anything. Okay. No, all right. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, we are that de we definitely are selling potential. How much uh, uh, yeah. did we come up with a price? Uh, a price for potential? What is potential? Well, we, we'd have to see how much potential it's they want. You I want. mean, it's, yeah. yeah, potential it's is sold potential. by the gallon. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's volume, volume, volume. The more potential you buy, <laughs> the less potential, the less it costs. But I mean, there, is, there has to be a price point per gallon. So, what is it? A dollar per gallon? Is it ten dollars per gallon? What is it? What market are they in? Are they in Canada? Because don't they use pesos in Canada? Oh. No, that's Mexico. Yeah, so whatever they... All right. All right, Okay, Willie. Willie. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, Willie. I'm not going to fall for that shit again. What? <laughs> fall for what? Willie, Willie trying to confuse me with these fake facts. Like, they actually have money in Mexico. Stop it. <laughs> if pesos. they had money in Mexico, they wouldn't... Cut, they, yeah, right. Now, you're in on it, too. Centavos. Centavos, you Yeah, the two of you and Taylor Swift are trying to trying to trying to um punk me. I'm not going to fall for it. Do you, so, do you, you think I'm off base with saying now? Because I sometime today somebody will come out with a conspiracy theory to say oh, no, that I'm Taylor, sure somebody will. Yeah, Taylor somebody Swift will is, Taylor. is responsible for this nonsense. Yeah, um, I do want to. Well, I, actually, I do want to. No fighting, boys. No, you go. You go, Willie. Well, I just wanted to uh, say that, so for the the shooting yesterday, I kind of wanted to do a, a quick little story on it, um, mainly because uh, they're not entirely sure that they have all of the shooters. So the Kansas City Chiefs and the FBI are asking anybody that has uh, video of the shootings or anybody fleeing, please uh, get those to tips. Uh, .fbi.gov. I think that that's kind of an important thing. They're not sure um, about what now. Uh, what what is it? What are they? Not well, sure they about? have three people. They have three people in custody, but they're not entirely sure that that was everyone involved in the shooting. So uh, I thought asking, it was three people, but they had two in custody. This is an update now. They have the third person in custody. Is that the what I read this morning said they had three people in custody? Okay. On the AP. Uh, all right. All right, now uh, that's a, a, an unusual one, uh, but I do think. Listen, I don't want to dwell too much. It's just a down a friggin' story, and I'm sick of, I'm sick of all of it. But usually, usually when something like this happens, it's one crazy nutcase. The fact that there's three people involved, at least three people, yeah, involved. multiple shooters, yeah, that's concerning. It's very uh, concerning. Yeah, it's like uh, you it, got, it could be. It could have been like a, a dispute as opposed as opposed to an attack. That that's true. You know, what I'm saying? you know, like I'm saying, like the, like if the three of us were in the same room together, and we were all strapped. I'm pretty sure none of us would leave without bullet wounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, jeez, tell us how you really feel. Fuck. 
I think Willie would probably uh, be without bullet, bullet wounds because he's good in a gunfight. He's, he's had experience. I've learned to and, suck at John, that's for that. sure. Yeah. He <laughs> probably, probably a quicker draw than you or I. So I'm just. Uh, that, that's true. He's done, anyway. he's done hard time. He's done hard time for soft crime. Yeah, I did. I did do. I did do hard time for so. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Judy. No, people don't say that enough, in my opinion. <laughs> well, uh, it was Valentine's Day. That no, it wasn't Valentine's. No, Day. No, you know what? That, <laughs> that is that is often a question though. When people when people hear that I robbed a flower shop, they go, "Was it Valentine's Day?" No, I always no, assumed it was until just this yeah. moment where yeah, I, was, yeah, I had yeah, to no. smack myself. <laughs> That is uh, that is a natural question to ask. Was it Valentine's Day? Like, why would you? <laughs> Any he, other day, it doesn't make sense, sir. He, like, you know, just last night, I got a, a sponsorship proposal from uh, from a flower company, a major flower company that rhymes with one something hundred flowers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, but I was like, now on Valentine's night, you're gonna send me this? Like, why didn't I get this a month ago? I could have sold a lot of flowers. Uh, right. now, but <laughs> right. I guess uh, well, there is. Yeah, yeah. I was like when we started the Lord and His Lady. I was a little bit bummed that we missed that first week because that was most of the free trial for Luminar Neo was during during that week that we didn't. You know, we if we'd have ran that first week like we were gonna. It's not um, moving. You know what? We have no digital artists. We have to get another sponsor for that program because they're we have apparently they haven't moved one piece of product since we we've been in three weeks. You would think they'd move something, something. Yeah, yeah, no, that, and that's oh, distressing oh, because I was wondering yeah. about that. <laughs> they they moved the couch, uh, yeah, moved the couch of, from you. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Uh, uh, do you? Uh, does what I said about the restaurant stuff, a woman going out with a woman, you pick the restaurant. Does that resonate with you guys? Because that's what that's what the guest thing where you just pick me. You know, I get yesterday I had to get 10 emails of uh, I'm open. I'm easy. Just pick a date. Like, <laughs> I don't want to pick a date for you and then go back and forth. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I just have, am I crackling? Am I crackling? I just want to know. I just want to know if I'm crackling because I, 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 I don't see any cracking. Yeah, you haven't crackled yet. Okay. Crackle. Uh, oh no, there is a crack right okay. between, okay. right here. There's a crack. No, that. Okay. <laughs> it's, well, okay, because the only thing I did, I'm using the exact same equipment. I just changed a setting on my on the phone to non-crackle. Is there a non-crackle <laughs> setting? It's a non-crackle. <laughs> The thing is, I didn't realize what it was. No, you just crackled. When I, you just crackled right there. You just crackled when you said that. Let me see. I can check that because no. I'm monitoring on the other you side. Wanna, maybe it slipped back to the crackle setting. Well, that's okay. Well, now you're not no. crackling again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it was on Facebook or something like that, but uh, or some kind of YouTube video. But somebody has a. They have a hat. On how to get your wife to pick the right place. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So get your wife just to say, "Hey, honey, I'm going to take you out to dinner," and she'll be like, "Oh, great, where are we going? Your favorite place." And then she'll say what her favorite place is at the time, because we all know a woman's prerogative is to change her mind any fucking second. So her favorite place changes upon her mood, right? 
What if she doesn't? What if she doesn't say it? What if she doesn't say it? Then, then you look bad for not knowing her favorite place. Well, you should. Well, I mean, you should kind of know what her favorite. I just want to. You should. Yeah, but you, what, you, if you get it wrong, if she doesn't say it, then and you get it wrong, I just want to know: Is the per person who published this hack are they going to be liable? Can you sue them for when she uh, does whatever she's going to do to you? When she yeah, yeah. when she starts biting your head off or taking her to Italian, you know, I can't believe that your wife would tell you that. Like, look, oh, I don't feel like Italian. Like, I'm Italian. What do you mean you don't feel like Italian? Oh, no, 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 yeah, whatever. Uh, that's a whole. I've got. I've been. I lost a relationship because I wasn't Italian enough. Uh, no more talking now. We have. We have to go to a sponsor and we have to uh, get to our first guest because time is okay. short and so are so is Joe Rogan. Short. That is. Uh, Over 2 million guitar players worldwide learn, practice, and play with TrueFight. Our learning tools and massive library of video lessons will ignite your technical skills, harmonic knowledge, rhythm playing, and soloing chops. TrueFire's educators are the best in the biz, from Grammy Award winners to world-renowned artists. You'll have access to an unparalleled faculty of over 300 top-notch blues, rock, jazz, country, fingerstyle, and acoustic guitar educators. Using our desktop and mobile apps, you'll work with TrueFire's multi-angle video lessons on any device, anytime, anywhere. Integrated learning tools such as video synced tab and notation, slow-mo, looping, practice jam tracks, and many more handy controls accelerate your learning experience. Truefire style-specific learning paths guide you every step of the way. Use our assessment tools to find your starting point, then follow our lesson recommendations and track your progress as you work through your personalized Truefire study plan. Progress faster with private one-on-one -on -one instruction, group lessons, multi-track video jams, live streams, song lessons, student forums, TrueFire's Riff magazine, premium jam tracks, and much, much more. With thousands of five-star ratings and reviews from amateur and pro players alike, you'll find yourself in good company with the world's most comprehensive guitar learning platform. Grab your guitar and ignite your musicality. Sign up free for an all access. Yeah, but don't get too loud, man. Watch the band get too loud yet. Every day. Gotta go through the same stuff with this band. Alright, I think our first guest is across the pond. Or less, I've had two this morning. I Willie's having a, a Valentine's Day argument here. They were arguing over what restaurant to go to last night. Uh, <laughs> you were arguing over what restaurant to go to last night. Is that what that was? About? No, we're no, we're, we're 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 arguing about how many cigarettes were left last night when we oh, went to sleep. Oh, okay. Left. We don't want to go there. That's dangerous territory. Our first guest, I think, might be in the UK. I'm not sure. Uh, John Daddio Clark uh, is a guitarist, performer, sing uh, I, I believe he's a singer songwriter. I think producer. Um, and I would yeah. classify him as a folk musician, but we'll see what how he classifies himself. He's here now, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in, John Clark. Wait a minute, the University, uni, the University of Kentucky. Uh, 
Yeah, University of Kentucky, UK, right. Uh, good, good morning. Good morning, John. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I have dinner with a chimpanzee and lunch with a poultry frog and Earl Grey with a marmoset. But best of all is coffee with the dog. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is beautiful. Thank you very yeah, much. You need to get him on his good side. Are, are you in? Uh, are you in the UK? Are you in the United States? Where I'm in. I'm in uh, the United Kingdom, in the beautiful county of Kent, which is where the White Cliffs of Dover are, that have been uh, sung about even by the birds. I think sung about the White Cliffs of Dover. Wow. And, uh, in a medieval town called Faversham, which is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I saw uh, a thing the other night with um, an American travelogue saying, this is a really ancient building. It was built a hundred years ago. We've got houses in Faversham that were built five and six hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, our house was built in 1980, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think five or six hundred years ago, there was absolutely nothing here, but maybe uh, maybe teepees and stuff like that uh, and caves <laughs> as dwelling. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so thank you for uh, being part of the program. Uh, do I have? If, did I classify you right as a folk musician? Is that how you would uh, classify yourself, or do you not even bother with uh, genre well, description? Well, in 1967, my sister Valerie bought me an album. It was a CBS sampler album called "The Rock Machine Turns You On." And every single track that was on it was different from the one before. I mean, there was like Simon and Garfunkel, um, Taj Mahal, um, all these people that your grandmother might have told you about. But what I loved about it was if you didn't like that track, you'd like the next one. And that's what I base my music on. If I do a night, I try to make every song different from the one that came before it. Yeah, you know what? That's that's great artistically, and I appreciate that. I feel the same way, and I think that's why I haven't been as uh, been more successful than I have been. And there's a lot of reasons. The lack of talent might play into it a little bit, but um, the idea that the music industry wants to put you in a box—they want you to do the same thing over and over again—and people who are too diverse and, and and try to do too many different things. They don't know how to label you. They don't know how to market you. And that becomes a very difficult uh, thing for the industry. But I appreciate that sensibility. Uh, a question on Quora the other night. Said, how can you tell the difference between musical genres? And some, some guy wrote a great script. Detailed screed about what was involved in this one and what was involved in that one, but he wasn't answering the question, which was, How do you tell the difference? Yeah, so I, I said, The only way you do it is by listening. <laughs> I mean, that's true, yeah. Um, now, but that guitar you're playing that's a classic is that a nylon string classical guitar? It is indeed. The um, how can you tell that over video? <laughs> he's, a, he's a very concerning chap, is our Matt. He knows his stuff. You don't give him enough credit. I mean, that's probably true. 
yeah, but like uh, you know, a lot it, a lot of that music, uh, a lot of the uh, folk music or contemporary pop music is played on steel string guitar, not classical guitar. I love classical guitar. I have one. Uh, I don't I don't play it that often. I mean, I find uses for it, uh, but it's not like the, the go to for me. Uh, is that your? Because on your Twitter page, you're holding up a Fender Stratocaster. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, well, it's, uh, a nice copy of one. It's, uh, I don't know if I can show you this. I'll try by tilting this, but my other guitar oh, wow. up on the wall. Oh, so and, it looks uh, like it, it looks like you have a, a pawn shop going there. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, not quite. But that's it. What they say that um, when you sell your guitars, you should sell them for the price that you told your wife you paid for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the funny thing is, like, when I tell my wife I bought a new guitar, she's like, are you going to sell the other one? <laughs> uh, the other 97 of them, you mean? Uh, but, yeah, I don't even know how many guitars I have anymore. Uh, do, do you have a, a count in an inventory sheet? Of the oh, one, two, three, four, oh, those nine, are all of you. You don't have any eight, hidden? Nine, ten, eleven... And there's one falling apart in the garage, which I'm very sad about. But right. it's, um, so, it's when my, my parents bought me when I was eight. And I so, it, so, John, I, John, I do have to garage. I'm sorry, John. Just, there's a question. Whenever I see someone has more than a few guitars, I ask them the same question. Which one's your favorite, and how do the others feel about it? <laughs> the, the others feel very fortunate to be allowed to be in my room. This is um, the, the actual function of this room. You'd think it was a music room, but it's not. It's actually the ironing room. The ironing room. So I read, I, yeah, it's, uh, I saw an article once about how various um, stars prepare for a gig. And... Uh, I think it was the, the guy with the ACDC reckon he had to have a lamb dinner before he went on stage. And if he didn't get that, he wouldn't go on. And then I read about Robert Plant and he said his rider for the dressing room was that they had to give him an iron and an ironing board. And that's how he got himself psyched up to go on stage with Led Zeppelin. So, so when I stand there doing the ironing, I'm not doing a, a common mundane household task. I'm getting ready for Wembley. Very you know, cool. At the stadium. Um, are, you, uh, are you performing uh, regularly? Are you uh, out and performing uh, around where you your uh, Well, there's, um, there's a... A quite a thriving folk club in Faversham that's been running for about 50 years. And um, there's a, a, another place nearby called Hearn Bay where I've played recently. I don't play nearly as much as, as uh, I would like to, but uh, these online things are fun. Now, uh, we should let people know that I found you through, I think Vivian is your cousin. Is she your cousin or... Uh, I need to talk to you about that because my cousin Vivian, hi Viv, um, 
I was just wondering if you were one of her customers, and if you are, is it a good sign? Yeah, she made a mistake. She, I think she went a little too far with me. Uh, now, for, for people who don't know, Vivian McKinder is a world-class hairdresser and hairstylist. Uh, and no, I, I worked with Vivian for uh, about, I think, 12 or 15 years or something. Uh, and she's still a friend. I still consult with her on her business, which is uh, Vivian McKinder Hair Education. So... Uh, no, I am not, not a customer, but uh, uh, I have been on many, many um, uh, hairdressing shoots and, and photo se uh, sessions with her and a uh, wonderful woman, wonderful artist and a protege of uh, Vidal Sazoon and Trevor Sorby and uh, just a great artist. In, in So she's your cousin. All that was by accident, you know. What? By accident? Yep. She wanted, she'll kill me for telling you this, she wanted to work doing makeup at the BBC. So she went to the BBC and they said, before we'll consider employing you, you need to get a qualification in hairdressing. Wow. So I don't know if she'll ever get round to it. That is not part, <laughs> yeah, that's not part of her bio reel. She talks about being a kid and cutting her own hair with, with the uh, scissors and, and that kind of stuff. But that, that that's an interesting part that should be in, in the bio. Um, so uh, she may never speak to me again now. And uh, <laughs> my cousin Paula <laughs> is uh, a bandit at the moment, living near the Mexican border and flitting back from one side to the other. She was also uh, quite excited about this. So I'll say hello to Paula and Kevin. And oh, uh, yeah, never pa again now. <laughs> Paula was working with Viv when I left there uh, ten years ago or something. So uh, and now she's out in Arizona, I believe, Sonoma. Where um, their their so, dad was an amazing guy, Uncle Fred. Yeah, he uh, he used to work for a, a company that made fire tenders for airports, and uh, <laughs> they they took they took one of these fire tenders to Boston to uh, demonstrate how good it was. And while it was there, a plane crashed, and Fred jumped into the fire tender, drove it over there, and put it out. He's a hero. All the local papers. Yeah, he was. I mean, goodness knows what would have happened if he hadn't been there with his uh, Chapirine fire tender. But he was made an honorary fire chief of Boston Airport. And we didn't know oh, much wow. about this until uh, after he died and we were clearing out his house and there were all these citations and things from it. It was so moving. Yeah. Amazing guy. Uh, um, I, the uh, My impression of... Uh, at the English pub, uh, where where I would be performing in, like I'd probably be the lowest of you know the beer hall type of pub. Uh, the sing along stuff. Do you play a lot of sing along stuff? Get a lot of that kind of, or are you just doing original music so people are not really? Uh, have you <laughs> have you heard have you heard of a song called "The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face"? Oh yeah. Well, that, that was written that was written by a, a guy called Ewan McColl, who wrote it for his girlfriend, or it might have been his wife at the time, called Peggy Seeger. That's Pete Seeger's sister. And uh, I went to a club that they hosted, and it took me two hours to get there. And by the time I got there, the place was absolutely rammed. And they said, one number. I thought, two hours one number so i said i'd like to dedicate this song 
to Peggy Seeger. Does this count as one of my two? But it is a sing-along. When your skin is as shriveled as a prune When your fine hair sticks up like a broom When they move up on the bus to give you room Baby, I'll still love you Oh yeah, I'll still love you And that's the bit they join in with <laughs> um, that that was not a song. Very <laughs> <laughs> cool. Now you are you are going to do a, a song for us? Yes, uh, I right. would love to. All right, uh, we'll, let, we'll, do, we'll do a proper one. But anyway, let me. Uh, we're going to solo you out and then mute our mic so that there's a, a better sound quality here. And then you'll be on the full screen. And when you do, you can just take it away if you want to uh, introduce the song or you just want to start playing. That's fine. I'll in, I'll introduce it. Um, this song is about my mother who uh, lived in the same council house in a place called Dagenham for uh, over 80 years and uh, lived there with my dad for most of it and when when he died she went a bit strange and started getting rid of all of his stuff and we say no no mum you know there's, there's memories there and uh, but um, anyway this is a song about that time. It's called The Dark Blue Dressing Gown. She's packed his life into black plastic sacks For the sake of sweet charity she holds nothing back But wishes he was here To help her to choose Which dreams to hang on to And which ones to lose She can see it so clearly From the arm of his chair the dark blue dressing gown that she used to wear The hem's all uneven, there's marks on the sleeve There are tears on her face as she struggles to breathe him in For it's full of the scent of all she thought had gone which triggers a memory of their favourite song And she'd go through it all again if she had the chance So she picks up the dressing gown and begins to dance Feet. 
she won't build a temple, she won't build a shrine to the fast fading memory of what hung on the line. So she picks up this ragged thing with its marks and that snag. Now it's there for someone else in the black plastic sack. Very good. Oh yeah, we, we I gotta unmute these mics. Unmute your mics, fellas. <laughs> yeah, done. Oh wait. Um, wait. No. What is happening? What? We got the wrong uh, layout here. Sorry. <laughs> Screw that up. That was beautiful, John. Uh, well, thank you. Let me let me let's start by saying uh, I watched your your right hand on that and. You're picking with your entire hand, the finger picking stuff you're doing with your entire hand. That's unusual. Use most people who do finger picking, at least uh, in folk and, and pop, are using three fingers, not including the little finger there. And you're getting this kind of almost piano type of arpeggio yeah. uh, thing going on. It's really, really interesting. Uh, did was that classically taught, or did you learn? Well, it 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 was classically taught. Um, one of the one of the things they said, if you've got your hand in the right position, then your little finger can't reach anything. If you put it down there, then your hand's stuck there, and you're going to get... Right, yeah. That... <laughs> I mean, I find with some pieces that I like to jump around from bit to bit because there's different sounds you get in different places. Um, yeah. The, right. uh, the little finger uh... thing... They, they always said you shouldn't do that, so I decided to write a piece where you had to do it or you couldn't play it. So. so uh, it's it's nothing like having a rule and finding interesting ways to break it, isn't it? Beautiful, beautiful yeah. stuff. Very, very uh, piano sounding, you know, piano influence. I, I don't know. That's all. That's the word came for for me. The, uh, that's like, that's like that yeah. Ringo Starr quote, isn't it? Where uh, they said, yeah. you've made the guitar sound like a piano. Why didn't yeah. you use the piano? So, well, because you made the piano sound like a guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Now, actually, my question is, how often when you're composing, how often do you, when you're done, have to deconstruct a chord to find out what you played? Because you just played it based on the sound, not based on what you know. Um, a lot of the time, I'm just putting fingers down to see what happens. Um, right. As it's very, very, very unlikely that anybody's going to want to play any of my pieces. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't think I don't, so. I don't tend to. Uh, I don't tend to write down what they are. I mean, one of the things that oh, people okay. used to say is, if they can't remember it, then their fans won't remember it. And if their fans don't remember it, then I'm wasting my time. Uh, were uh, you were you a Beatle fan? Uh, uh, um, somewhat. So I got I got started when there was a, a style of music that was popular over here. I don't know if it ever was over there called skiffle, which was like right american um american folk music but with uh 
Leg it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and my, my brother Gary bought the guitar because he wanted to get in on this, and his five-year-old little brother was told that he would break his neck if he went anywhere near his guitar. The reason I brought up the Beatles is because in the, in the uh, Get Back uh, documentary series, I, I'm really taken with Paul McCartney's songwriting uh, process and how he, he, he was not a lyrics first guy. He was a melody first guy. He would be play something and know that there should be a melody on top of that word, but not have the words and seem to be like receiving <laughs> uh, like an antenna of words from the ether. And uh, what is your process like? Are you a lyrics first guy? You write down the lyrics and then put the music to it? Do you start with the music like you just played and then think, well, what are the words that should go here? How do you construct songs? Some Sometimes it's just having the idea and thinking that would be a good song. And then you think, what sort of style would that be? Then... I might just start with a line. Like I knew that 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 one about the dressing gown. Originally, it wasn't a dark blue dressing gown. It was a beige pullover. But but you know, it was it was a garment that my dad had had, and that was it. I knew I wanted to write a song about that, and our mum was about it. And um, and uh, the chords were sort of just came out of trying to follow that idea as a. You know, it was dancing, so it was uh, going to be a and sort of you chase it around after that. I'm going to try that today. I I just I can't. It looks very difficult, and that little this finger. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. Uh, and well, it, you make it seem well, so easy. I got to try it now. I spent I spent fifty years teaching uh, guitar in ukulele, and I used to tell my pupils to imagine that there was a little brass plate down there that was connected to the mains. <laughs> if they touched it, they'd get a great shock. And uh, yeah. so, if ever they did, I'd go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, do you when you produce your music, do you uh, add on other instruments, or are you or do you just put it out there, just guitar and vocal? Well, I use I use. Um, a garage band or a garage band or yeah. whatever and there's, there's so many so many so many instruments on there that you know sometimes i like to pretend that i'm beethoven and make it sound like an orchestra right yeah uh, if any if anybody wants to hear any of this stuff if you go on to www.soundcloud.com or youtube and right. just put john daddy o'clark then I think all the links are on there. your Facebook page, from, and uh, that's what I have in the description. But I'll get the YouTube and SoundCloud links and put them in the description and make yeah, it there's, easy. There's loads of stuff there. There's, yeah, because um, I, I, I think I'd, I'd get bored just listening to guitar and a voice all the time, just playing the same thing, especially with uh, my voice, which was once described as being a bit like uh, an old Remington electric razor. Yeah. <laughs> How how I respected that person. <laughs> uh, do you guys even get that reference or no? Oh well, PD, you. Well, I, I I do. I know what a Remington electric razor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I use well, it on my leg. It was so good. I bought the company. Yeah. I remember yeah. using them on my grandpa in the nursing home. So. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Very, very pretty music. Uh, now, uh, I gotta ask Daddyo because when I hear Daddyo, I think rock and roll. Rock and roll is cool, Daddyo. This uh, there was a fifties uh, uh, a documentary on the birth of rock and roll, and that's how it starts. So, rock and roll is cool, Daddyo, and that's uh, that stuck in my head. Now, if I hear the Daddyo, I'm thinking doo I'm thinking uh, uh, right. Shanna. I, I always think it's worth that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what don't what was that? Daddy-o. West Side Story. Now, oh. West Side Story. That's, that's, as soon as I hear Daddy, I immediately think of West Side Story. Uh, maybe I should watch that sometime. And then you see me. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but where, where does it come from for you, John? Where did, where did you well, adopt that? If, if you if you go on Google and put John Clark in... There's oh, yeah. Hundreds of them, and a lot right. of them play the guitar. Yeah. And my, I mentioned this to my son, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Um, and he said, You should call yourself Daddy O. <laughs> so it was John Daddy O. Clark. And um, as far as I know, up to now, I'm the only one. So if you Google that, you get all these. Uh, all the all the music and the videos and everything. Ingenious, right? ingenious. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's well, actually I, John Clark is yeah. a principal of a a, a a black music museum somewhere or other, and uh, I wouldn't want anybody to come along to one of my gigs expecting me to be uh, a museum exhibit. Right. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Working yeah. on it. Uh, okay. One at a time. Go ahead. Isn't yeah, go Willie. Isn't Daddy O the name of um uh God, what's the controller with the puppet guy? Who's a Jeff Dunham? Jeff Dunham, didn't he have a puppet that's like his manager and goes by Daddy O? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm not a, a Dunham fan. Uh I know Peanut, no, right? Neither am I. Perhaps. I'm just <laughs> perhaps you could be my manager, Will. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. JD, you got a question? Oh, not anymore. Will just stole it. I was going to ask that was the question. Amazing. You guys are both Dunham, Dunham, Dunhamites. Puppet heads. Yeah, I was going to ask the exact same question. Yeah. John, you are yeah, very I, prolific on YouTube. You, there's a lot, of, a lot of music you have. How often do you write and how often do you put something out? Is, are you writing every day? No, I'm not writing every day, but I've got a large back catalog <laughs> of. I've, the first song I wrote was when I was ten, wow. which was uh, which was about Batman. <laughs> Batman, because uh-huh. I was a big fan of the American. Does it go? It's actually it was when I was ten, which is nineteen sixty-five, which was the year before that came out. Oh wow! So it was purely from the comics, and it went. This is not a song. <laughs> <laughs> In Gotham City, in Gotham Town, there are two folks of great renown. Cause they stopped them crooks from all their robbing. They call this fair Batman and Robin. <laughs> you were so close to having the themes. If you just it, you were just this close to having that be the original theme song for yeah. Batman and Robin. You're that close. Actually, I, I used to Yeah. So my last job, I used to teach um, classes of 30, uh, 8 to 10-year-olds to play the ukulele. 
which are 30 of them at the time, and we used to play the Batman theme. And we, they, I wouldn't tell them it was the Batman theme until the last minute. You know, first of all, it would be like you're going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, and all this. And then on the next time through, you've got to be, Then I get to do that on one string, and then you gradually build it up, and and then you sort of turn it into Batman thing. And you think, what on earth would eight and ten year olds from Kent in the UK? How would they know a theme song from 1966 in America? And they yeah. all know it. I, I'm surprised that even you know, because I didn't think Batman was uh, a international thing. I thought it was just in the United States. Oh, absolutely everywhere. I've, uh, you probably can't see it, but up on the wall, I've got the, uh, and amongst the DVDs, that the whole uh, TV series on wow. there and, and all bro, the other uh, ones. Just love hi, that John. Well, uh, okay, John, and here's the question. Here's the question. What was your cape of choice? Some people preferred a big shirt. Some people preferred a towel, a blanket. What was your cape of choice? <laughs> My cape of choice. I can, you, can you still see it? Oh, I've got to go the other way. It's probably you too dark see to my, see. You can see my cape oh, of choice Superman's in the game. background. That's, a, that's not Batman. That's Superman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's good as well. The first comic say... I got was World's Finest, which is Superman, Batman, you... and Robin. So. <laughs> Yeah, but when you were but yeah, when you were a kid though, you didn't you have know, that. So, so what did you what did you what what did you run around in at the cape? What did you use? You didn't have my that mother when you were a kid. my mother made me one. Wow. <laughs> my mother That's nice. and, the said, and the cow, no less. And, uh, what did you make it out of? No, a lo I no longer have this. Did the cow work? The cow had oh. to get a job? <laughs> Yeah, I used to visit a lot of banks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thank, thank you, Judy. Did, 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 did they follow you when you did that? Did they profile you? <laughs> what? You, you're doing your RFK thing again. Uh, right there, you just did your little uh, crackling. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of trouble with his crackle. I had to take oh, did, the... Go ahead. Your crackle setting. It's a bit late to ask this, but is this connection all right? Because it is over Wi-Fi rather yeah. than uh, a oh, twenty-foot cable from our you're router. You are better. You are better coming to us from the UK than Willie is coming from South Dakota. Uh, you have a, a better yeah, connection true. in here. Uh, but you know, it's pretty common. I've had people on here from Australia who have better connections <laughs> and better time, uh, less lag than uh, Willie does in South Dakota. Anyway, you going to play another about, song for us? How about now? Right, this is this is an instrumental called One Fandango More. Okay. And be before, before you interrupt me and tell me that this is not a fandango, I know this is not a fandango because a fandango is a dance that you do with your fan in one hand and your dango in the other. And I'm certainly not doing that on television. So uh, one fandango more. I must remember not to play this too fast.
awesome, awesome. Very pretty stuff. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think it started like a bossa nova a little bit. It seems like you're going a little bit from jazz to classical. Very cool stuff, though. Very pretty melodies and all that stuff. Very, very nice stuff. A lot of uh, going between like a major seventh, major ninth, and dominant sevenths. And then it's very, very cool stuff. Uh, now, with something like, first of all, what's the name of that? Because I want to look it up on SoundCloud and, and it's download. Cool. One Fandango more. One Fandango more. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I, I had an idea that um, it'd be great to have a character called Juan Fandango. Juan Fandango. Somebody had already, somebody had already got to it. But there's, uh, there's, there's actually two versions of that one. One is like that. And uh, the other version is, is actually a song. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I recorded it in a supermarket cafe <laughs> and it's all the banging and crashing the trays in the background because it's a song all about someone who really needs that cup of coffee to get them going. That's me. It's about it's, me. It's, it's, <laughs> wow. It's hey, a, maybe we I should switch out the band it. for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, listening to it, it put me in mind of like a movie soundtrack. Like, it, it, uh, you know what? Like, um, Maybe, uh, I don't know, like a, a James Bond type of background music while he, you know, that kind of, that's where the feeling for it, though. Have you, uh, have you ever thought about that, like licensing sync music for, for I used to, I used to uh, work for a company called Scripture Union, where um, I actually did video soundtracks, and some, some of that was guitar, a lot of it was keyboards and things, you know, like, I think the most memorable thing I had to do there was to depict the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in 35 seconds. Because <laughs> some, some of the things you just sort of do like a pad in the background, others you had to do what they called Mickey Mousing it, where something had to happen that went, you know, bang with it. Right. I think probably the most successful one of those was for uh, an organisation called Death Animation World where they were trying to encouraging people to learn British sign language. And, uh, but yeah, you know, it had to be to- That's just so weird. To, I, I do music and, uh, for the deaf. Most of my music is done for the deaf. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, um, but it was to encourage people that could hear to learn sign language so that they could communicate. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I had a look the other day to see if it was still there and um it had nineteen thousand views which which you know for a, a little thing but there's a lot of mickey mouse singing that you know like the boys asking for a balloon and the guy doesn't understand him so you got lots of and then there's a song and all that but you know, yeah i love doing all that yeah now you're on spotify are you on, i mean soundcloud are you on spotify and apple music as well or no not yet not yet. Who knows after this? <laughs> yeah, who knows after this? Uh, <laughs> this is this will be a, the big uh, the big thing that will change everything. Now uh, we ha we have seven listeners. No, no I'm kidding. Um, but but uh, no, I appreciate you getting up and being. Uh, well, it's not getting up. It's an early afternoon for you, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, fact, very very shortly, I've got to drive off and uh, pick up my son Samuel from uh, where he. Um, He's uh, what they call severe learning delay with autistic features. And today he's been doing um, 
or what is it? We're Thursday, so it's art and pottery today. Wow. And then tomorrow it'll be printing and music, and then another day they're doing woodwork. So he does different things every day. And then after work, we go to this outdoor gym. Wow. And he does the same things in the same order every day, and he's losing weight and getting really strong. Very <laughs> cool. How far are you from Manchester? Um, Probably about 400 miles. Oh. All right. I was going to I was going to say, we we have a part of the show, is, uh, a friend of ours is in Manchester, but uh, I didn't realize it's 400 miles away. I was going to send them by to, to do, get some video of you performing out, out, in, out in public somewhere, but hey, 400 miles is kind of distant. Anyway, we appreciate you being a part of the program. We wish you great luck. Uh, people can follow you at facebook.com uh, slash John Daddy O'Clark, uh, and we will put the links in the description to YouTube and SoundCloud. John, thank you uh, very much for, for sharing some beautiful music with us today. Well, thank you all. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I was have a scared, be cool, Daddy O. Stephanie, you've been very gentle. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Be cool, Daddy O. Have, have a great day. Thank you. Bye for now. Uh, that was pretty cool. Well, let me get back to our three man uh, thing here. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. No, not that one. Jeez. Man, it's like, yeah. I, they say 10,000 hours. I put in 2,500 hours. I got 7,500 hours before I finally start to get this stuff down. 10,000 hours of practice. And, and you may not live long enough. I'm not. Well, we'll see. You never know. I could die today. But I might die tonight. You all could die today. Yeah. I feel well, that's like true. I, have I stopped crackling? Yeah, you stopped crackling. Except your face I is think kind I think it's my echo. It's my echo cancellation button. I took that off and I stopped crackling. And then Ian said that I was echoing. And now you're crackling. I put it now on to please Ian, and then I start crackling again. Nope. Once you, as soon as you said I stopped crackling, then you started to go, and you cut out, you know, and you are off and you kind of, oh Henry. Maybe it's the word crackling that's doing it. Maybe it is. Maybe, uh, no, you don't have an iPhone, right? You have, because uh, uh, may, no, maybe a your um, your voice detection thing hears you saying crackling and says, oh, you want me to crackle? Like, <laughs> yeah, because like I don't, because like, it only does it here. I tested it on different formats using the same equipment, and it doesn't crackle. I literally can jog up and down my road, drive or drive, up, and it doesn't crackle. You're crackling oh. now. You're crackling now. Yeah. You crackling bastard. You know what? Well, I'm going to uh, change your nickname to Crackling Rosie. You want Crackling Rosie now. I don't know about Rose. Wouldn't it be Crackling Wouldn't it be crackling Bronze or Crackling Brown or not Crackling Rose? All right. What? Uh, remember... Was I, was I, <laughs> was like that intelligible? Is, is it that bad? I don't understand. Echo, echo. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. There was an echo there for a second. Um, remember last week we, we did this, the uh, songs about cross-dressing? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Got several emails about people. You could, we should do more segments like that, just like not necessarily about songs about cross-dressing, but the, that kind of segment where we just, you know, uh, pick out like a topic uh, or like that. Right. 
uh, I, I wanted to do uh, some some of that and, and think creatively along those lines. And <laughs> songs about masturbation. Yes. Um, can, uh, there are songs about and because Cracklin' Rosie made me think of it. Rosie, you're all right, Jackson Brown. You know that song, Ro Rosie? Oh, well, Longview, Longview by Green Day is about masturbation. You know what else? Uh, yeah, well, the, but the Rosie, you're all right, Jackson Brown, that's like a hidden, well, people didn't know it was, they thought it was about a girl, Rosie, a girl named Rosie, but it's about Rosie Palm and the Five Sisters of Love. It's about, um, the song is about his drummer who would never, ever seem to get the girl. And he was writing a song kind of, uh, looks like it's you. It's like, Rosie, you're all right. You hold my ring. When you turn out the light, you can do anything. It looks like it's you and me again tonight, Rosie. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I got to hand it to me. There's all those kind of lines in there. It's very, it's like a sneaky, yeah. there's Shebop, Cindy Lauper, uh, um, yeah, that, uh, uh, Kelly said uh, that I touch myself song. When I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, Obviously that one. Uh, another one I had in mind there. Uh, oh, turn, Turning Japanese. Turning Japanese. Yes, yes, that's right. That's one of my favorites. That is my favorite song. Of, that is my favorite song on that topic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many there are, man. I, I never Googled it. Now I could mess up my browser history by doing the songs about masturbation. Uh, and I will, but I don't know. I, it, there were a lot about cross dressing. There were, I, I think, we had fifty <laughs> on there. <laughs> I well, started no about... for sure. Cross dressing is not more popular than masturbating. Well, we'll see because I, way well, more masturbating I, songs. I just put it in my Google search. I just put songs, and right away it's suggesting songs about cross dressing. Like, oh, <laughs> you want to go there again? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm curious though. I'm curious because with with did anybody in that group mention mention uh, crack the sky? And, no, and she's no. Nope. I can't believe it. They are such a good fucking band. Uh, no. Uh, so forty masturbation songs. Here you go. <laughs> uh, she bop. I mentioned Longview Green Day. Uh. Turning Japanese, the vapors. I don't need a man, the pussycat dolls. Uh, <laughs> holiday song, the pixies. Uh, doing la doing laundry, nerf herder. I never heard of that. Severed lips did by Dinosaur Junior. Did you see it? Did you say Longview by Green Day? Yes, that was second on the list. Yeah, was okay. The one he said. If by okay. Janet Jackson. I don't know that one. If Rosie Jackson Brown, I mentioned. Uh, Every Day I Die, Gary Newman. Uh, the Stroke by Billy Squire. Ah, stroke me, stroke me. Uh, Be My Girl, Sally, The Police. Don't know that one. Thinking About You, Radiohead, I know that one. Fingers, Pink. Ah, uh, Jizz Lobber by Face No More. Uh, that's a, that's a terrible title. Homemade by uh, Sebado. I don't even know even know Sebado. M and M's by Blink eighty uh, one eighty two. Uh, Pink Thing by XTC. Stroking by. Wait a minute. Are called, uh, I'm surprised none of these songs I, are called Tube Socks. 
Maybe I'm sorry, the, the one by XTC, what's what's that called again? Because I have to Google that because I'm an XTC fan. And I don't know if I know that. I have like 11 of their CDs. And I don't know. And I Pink have the there. Pink, Pink thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. I have to Google it because I, like, I have like 11. And what was the last one you said? I'm not. And. and Pink thing was the last one I said. Now, uh, Stroking by Clarence Carter. This is a surprise to me. That's because not a masturbation song. What what is it? That's a song about sex. I know that song like word for word. That is not about masturbation. That's pink about thing, sex. pink thing, or stroke. No, stroking by Clarence Carter. Uh, I stroke it to the east. I stroke it to the west. I stroke it to the and woman that I love best. I love the best. Yeah, yeah, you're stroking it in your woman. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, I don't know. Well, he said stroke it too, which means yeah, it yeah, be yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it, I mean, I mean, maybe it might, like it's like a preparation stroke before he puts it in. You know how you do? You get it? No, no. Maybe he, when he says, "I stroke it to the woman I love best," meaning he's thinking about her. Stroke it, or I mean, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, see, I don't. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe I, you know, interpretation I, is everything, isn't it? Um, True. It's only me, bare naked ladies. Uh, Captain Jack uh, by Billy Joel. Now there's a line in there. Uh, it's Saturday night, and somebody, you know, your sister's on a date, but you just sit home and masturbate. That's the only line in there about masturbation. And Captain Jack. Auto manipulation by Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover is uh, George McFly. From, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Billy Liar, the Decemberist, number 24. He's a music Coin artist, too. I did not know that. I know. I didn't know that either. Coin Operated Boy by Drenson Dolls. Uh, Vibrator by Electric Six. I Touch Myself by the Divinals. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly, the Queen of Best. I can't believe that's that far down on the list. I know. Uh, Darling Nikki by Prince. I don't even know these songs. Uh, you know, well, Darling Nikki, that's pretty popular, and that was on the I didn't oh, know that. Purple one. Rain soundtrack. I didn't know that. See, well, because well, uh, I am to uh Prince what you are to modern comedy. I don't know. Uh, what plugs and <laughs> icicle, Tori, Tori, icicle by Tori Amos. I don't know that one. Dancing with Myself, Billy Idol. I did not know that it was about masturbation. I thought it was about dancing. That's what I thought it was about, too. I don't really listen to words like that because it's too happy. It's too happy for me to actually pay attention to the words. If it's miserable, I'll listen yeah, to Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the words and you sing along, really it sounds song, like happy. he's on a dance floor. <laughs> it sounds like he's on a dance floor. Like, Blister in the they, Sun they, by they the Violet Femmes. Blister in the Sun Ooh. by the Violet Ooh, you see, that's why you don't masturbate outside. You right. don't want to get blisters on your penis. Wow. Oof. Oof. Well, it could be on his hand. Can you imagine getting your penis sunburned? That'd be like the worst thing ever, bro. Sunscreen. I, I Sunscreen, Billy. Yeah. Uh, pray yeah, praying maybe hands. That's how, maybe that's how it starts. Yeah. You put a little sunscreen on your penis, and next thing you know, you're stroking it. Praying Hands by Devo. I, I only know one song by Devo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Ding-A-Ling by so, Chuck Berry. We should have known that one. That's that's yeah. on my list of songs you don't sing in prison. <laughs> uh, 
Orgasmatic by the Buzzcocks. Never heard that one. Jesus. Oops, my my tweet featuring uh, Missy Elliott. Pictures of Lily, the who. We're almost done here. Uh, Saints Women's Day by Billy Bragg. I don't know. Keys to her Ferrari, Thomas Dolby. (laughs) Pump it up by uh, Elvis Costello. I did not know... I'm gonna have to look. No, down, down Elvis in the pleasure center. Have the masturbation song. Get out of here. Wait, pump it up. Is down in the pleasure center? Hell bent or, or heaven sent? Listen to the propaganda. Listen to the latest slander. There's nothing underhand that she won't wouldn't understand. Pump it up until you can feel it. Pump it up when you don't really need it. I don't know. Is that really about? I thought it was music? about music. I really did. I really thought it was like about music and sound and stuff like that. <laughs> Touch, yeah, I thought to it. Pump it up. Uh, touch of my touch of my hand by Britney Spears, uh, and that's number four. Yeah, I knew Britney had to have one in there. So keep in mind those kind of things people are interested in those lists of uh, topical songs. So uh, if you can think of those in the coming days and weeks for uh, to bring up nice uh, little interludes between our guests. Our next guest is due here in three minutes. Uh, so it's time to play another commercial. What would you guys like? Who would you like to sponsor today? Or, or be sponsored oh. by today? We haven't done Mega Wines in a while. Gee, the the regular do. one. The regular one. I yeah. know you're not going to play the sexy one. Mega Wines. There is no sexy one. Yeah, there is no sexy one. There's a, there's a good one and a stupid one. That's the, that's it's the, hilarious. It's, it's, it's dude, I laugh my ass off every time because yeah. it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Kelly said we need a Spotify playlist. What does that mean? We, we create our own Spotify playlist of oh, oh my god, the coffee with the dog Spotify. Can we do that? Yeah, that'd be cool. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't you even. Totally do how do you do it? Can what I do put do? some of my music on there? Or no, is this, no, this right, please. We don't, okay. we don't want to make people we can, ill. We can put some of and, we can put some of dogs on there. We can put we can definitely put lay down your guns on there. No, sure. we don't want to make people ill. I thought we were putting like masturbation songs and cross dressing songs on. Uh, 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 no, <laughs> we could do that too. We could do that too. I don't know. I don't even know how to make a Spotify playlist. I don't know how to do it. Um, if you know how to neither do it, no, neither do I. We need a nine-year-old I mean, child I, on I the made show. One, I made a playlist for when I did the New Year's Eve party. When I DJed, I made a playlist for that. But I did it on my own account, though. I don't know if we would have to have... We'd probably have to have, like, a Coffee with the Dog Spotify. Or- we do. This is... Uh, before I go to the commercial, I want to talk about this a little bit. Because I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, Spotify has released Joe Rogan from his exclusivity deal. Which means he's now okay. back on Apple and YouTube and all that stuff. And I'm not sure what that means. I think it because uh, nobody was really, uh, they were losing money on Joe Rogan. I know they still have a deal with him. I think they're looking to cash in on his YouTube views and all this kind of stuff. But it signals to me that Spotify might be in trouble. And what that means for this program, not what you're looking at, but what you, where most of the traction comes from is the audio and video of this is you know, the podcast part of it is on Spotify. We're hosted on Spotify. Uh, and uh, if they go under, it's going to be a mad scramble for me to find another host for for the podcast part of it. Uh, and so it could, it could impact me. I'm not sure what it means 
Uh, I'm not a great business analyst, but it seems a little suspicious to me that Spotify went out and spent $110 million to get this exclusive, exclusive, exclusivity, is that the word? Exclusivity on Joe Rogan, and then now just released him from it and wants him to go back to YouTube. And it's encouraging YouTube and Apple to pick him back up. It's very, it got me a little nervous. Because you know, so what about SoundCloud? Are you are we on SoundCloud? I don't know. I don't. I didn't look at the list. Of no, we're not on SoundCloud. It's like a lot of things. Yeah. Are they are they beneath us? I don't know how to respond to these things unless you tell me. No, uh, we're not. On they're not beneath us, or no? Is, are we? We're not live on Spotify though, right? That's our play. Like they get our playback right. or whatever. Right. Yes. That uh, as soon as as soon as it's done. Uh, like 15 minutes after we finish every day, we go uh, on to we are published to Spotify. Uh, but it is the it is the major platform that this thing is hosted on, and I don't know where I would go. I'd have to think about. It. But the, I think I mentioned this when they make changes because they used to be Anchor, and then they changed right. to Spotify. They didn't tell anybody they changed to Spotify. They just did it. And so I'm thinking if they do this, if they just go under, they're not going to tell people you got, you know, 24 hours to take your uh, content off of here and find another host. You're going to wake up one morning and say, oh, it's gone. All my stuff is gone. It's like I'm not archiving this stuff on hard drive. Maybe I should. Uh, but even they make it very difficult. Well, isn't it archived on YouTube, though, too? It's archived yeah, on No, YouTube. it's on YouTube, and it's also on Rumble. I was going to ask you, Twitch though. And Twitter and I noticed that, like, so when I go to your YouTube page and then I go to podcasts and I go to Coffee with the Dog, um, it's in like it's in like the order of episode one and beyond. So if I want to watch the latest episode, I gotta like scroll and scroll and scroll. There's a sort button on YouTube by oldest or newest and all that stuff up on the top. You could do that. You know what? I'm yeah. an idiot, but you know what? I should have thought of that. But also. Uh, we're not all the episodes aren't on uh, YouTube in in that podcast because they started YouTube only started podcasting like uh, about a year ago. So all the stuff that was before that was not included in the podcasting part of it in the podcast list. They just started. Yeah, I don't think that's true because when uh, yeah, I'm YouTube, pretty sure all your episodes are on there. Really? Because oh yeah. I don't. Oh well, I don't know how they figured that out retroactively. Anyway, but if it, if that's true, that's a good thing. But they only started pod added podcasting to their uh, whatever it is model about a year ago, and they are they make okay. changes every month now. YouTube, so I I, I feel pretty secure with YouTube. YouTube was going to be here for a while as long as I don't violate their terms and principles, which I probably do every day, and they just don't notice. Uh, well, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be there anyway. Let's well, play it'll take them two years. You'll be there in two years. Our second guest is late already, uh, which had me a little uh, yeah, they they have episode one. They do. Who, who is it? Is it Andy? Is it, it, one? Is um, it Andy Andrews? I don't know. I guess that happened. He's my Bill Murray. Andy's my Bill Murray. Oh my All right, I'm going to play the commercial while you look at that. The Naked Wines is a uh, a great guest for next Valentine's Day. If you want to get your uh, a significant other drunk so you can take advantage of them, uh, get them all wined up, 
Uh, next Valentine's Day, that is. That's uh, 366 days from now because we have a leap Well, it depends on when you're celebrating. My wife and I are celebrating on the 17th because the 14th came in the middle of the week. Oh, so you can get on to your naked wines uh, right now. What are your naked wines and get naked? Uh... Welcome to a better way to buy wine. Nakedwines.com is a customer-funded wine business. We don't just sell wines, we make them happen. Since launching in the UK in 2008, Angels have helped us invest in over 159 independent winemakers in 14 different countries. Turns out, it's better business for everyone. Our winemakers get to sell all of their wines and make a living. We make the same margins as everyone else and have a lot of fun along the way. And as a wine drinker, for the $40 a month you probably would have spent on wine anyway, you'll get wholesale prices. You can be sure that all of our wines have been lovingly made by a talented winemaker and stripped of all the costs that add nothing to the flavor or quality of the juice in the bottle. Support independent winemakers. Get better wine in return. With the support of 300,000 wine drinkers, we fund talented, independent winemakers up front. This way, they get to spend all of their attention on making you the best wine possible. World-class wine, direct from talented, independent winemakers. A better deal. Up to 60% off market prices. A better way to discover tasty new favorites with over 2 million reviews from wine drinkers like you. Become an angel today. Get started by visiting MindDogTV.com and click the banner on the homepage now. Uh, <clears throat> makes me want wine. I'm not a wine drinker, but um, makes me want one. Somebody, uh, Mary Bourne, good morning, Mary. Uh, uh, good to have you on board. She said, Spotify set up, need an account. I have a, uh, We have several accounts on Spotify. I have a personal account. We have a business account. We have the Coffee with the Dog. We have Mind Dog TV. Lots of accounts that I don't know how to do. I will look into playlists. But I was thinking more, maybe we could have playlists for all these topics that we are going to come up with. Now, this is your homework assignment that you, you I know you avoid, uh, you, you ignore every homework assignment, but just think about those kind of lists that we could go through. We want probably two most popular already is cross-dressing and masturbating. Now we're out of them. Uh, songs about, <laughs> songs about killing. That, that should be, uh, songs about murder. Uh, oh, well, that's easy. Um, three, three, don't one, suck, three don't do it now. It's another oh. show episode. It's a, I'm just thinking we need a list of title of, at my age, I'm not sure I'm going to be around for another show. You got to do this while you got that's, me. That's true. Oh, my God. No. Uh, plus, I can, see, I can see your audience killing you. And a couple of things here. Uh, one, I don't see where I can sort and flip this list. And it's not every episode, but it does have episode one, which aired uh, November 16th of 2021. And then, like, and there's a couple that it doesn't have or whatever, and it kind of skips around a little bit, which is weird. But yeah, because uh, episode four is like way down. So it, I don't know. It, I don't well, know. I did take, no, I did take some of them out because uh, 
either they uh, contained content that I knew that YouTube would find objectionable at some point, and I did not want to get banned because of them. So I removed some of them. Uh, some of them I removed because uh, the guests were really uh, crazy Bad. and came back to me. One, there's a story about the guy who was the... Uh, for a while, you know, simulation theory, what that is, that's a, uh, basically the idea that God is a teenager with a laptop sitting in his mom's basement who created the world. <laughs> yeah, I was looking right. for uh, a guest to talk about simulation theory, and none of the scientists who were behind that wanted to come on. So I went into a Facebook group, and I found this guy who had claimed he wrote a book about uh, simulation theory, and it turned out the guy was a total fruitcake. He, uh, he thinks coincidence, coincidence is proof that uh, simulation theory is real. In other words, he was behind a car and the license plate in front of him had his daughter's name on it. That's proof that we're living in a simulation. Uh, and, you know, it's just lots of stupid stuff like that. And then, so nobody wanted to buy his book. So a month after the podcast uh, was published, he, he wrote to me and said, I haven't sold a single one of my books. You're a fraud. You're, you suck. Like, I never <laughs> promised you that you were going to sell books. It's up to you to sell books. People have to be interested in what you have to say. It's not yeah, my fault you came off as a fruitcake. Yeah. And the guy was just bad-mouthing me all over. Uh, all over. So I said, I'm fine. I'm going to remove your 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 thing. Uh, so I removed the episode, and then two days later, I'm sorry, oh, you were right. Oh, can you put it back up? I was like, no, I'm not putting it back up. Fuck you. Get it out of my life. Stop bothering me. So there's a lot of those. The, guy, um, the other day when we had the people in the car, I wanted to bring up this story because uh, we've had several people in cars lately. In cars, don't, 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 don't. Right. Here in my car. Is that da, a topic? Da, da, da. That is, oh that is definitely uh, right yeah, down. Down a car. Right yeah, sure. uh, there's lots of those. We probably have several thousand songs about cars. Yeah, I had a comedian, but he, he went bitching Camaro, bitching Camaro, a comedian who actually knew how to use the calendar and book a time right, right? And he comes on the show, what? And, yeah, I know it's bizarre, right? I, and the minute I saw him, I was like, that looks like he's in a friggin' jet. And so I, I pulled him on the screen, and it wasn't a jet. It was a car. And I said, you, are, you, are you in your car? He said, yeah, that's my wife back there. We act, this is actually home. He was living in his car in a Target uh, parking garage. I said, that's really, you know, how do you do comedy living in your car? Uh, how we, well, he said, I'm not really performing comedy anymore. I may now. Keep in mind, let me preface this by saying the guy was as old as me, had a scraggly beard, and because of diabetes, he had one weirdly weird eye. <laughs> and he said, I'm not performing comedy anymore. Currently, I'm an online sex artist, a sex performer. I was like, something wrong with my headphones. Can you, can you say that again? He said, I'm an online sex performer. It's like, people pay you? To watch you have sex, well, not really have sex, masturbate. As people pay you to watch you masturbate. I like listen. Okay, I'm well, joking well, about it a lot, but I'm car. telling you what, bro. And and this is the sick truth of it because, bro, there's so many people out there consuming the craziest shit. I could literally start an OnlyFans 
and do a close-up of my asshole just like <laughs> blinking, flexing, and that would get viewed. Like that, people would buy it. There's, you know, like it's weird, dude. People are fucking bananas. There's there's all sorts of weird ass motherfuckers out there. Don't 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 don't, don't don't somebody don't. has to consume this shit. It's not like it's not like people create it because it doesn't do anything. Like, you know, like well, he, uh, let me just terrible. say, I, I, before you continue there, and I would, I would love for you to continue that thought, but uh, he wasn't making enough to not live in his car in a Target parking lot. Right. He was making some money off it. Some, somebody was paying him something for, I guess, for right. food and, and gas. And we don't know how much drugs they were consuming because, right. you know, the amount of drugs you're consuming can really uh, attribute to your homelessness. That's right. that's for sure, especially when you're already down low. Yeah. You know? Right. Like when like, Brendan uh, was talking about those people living in a uh, a restroom of a, a, a big store or something that he had, it was like a fictional thing. That guy was doing that. Basically, they were they were cleaning up in a Target uh, in that same Target that they were parked right. in the parking garage. They would go to use the bathroom, and then that's how they were existing. They were basically living in a Target parking lot. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but yes, I saw. So I asked him, "Who pays you to what?" He right. said, "You'd be I mean, surprised. There's a a lot of young girls that have a daddy fetish." I was like, "Daddy, but uh, you're not like daddy. You're like grand. You're like one-eyed granddaddy sitting in a. You know, right. I like a one-eyed granddad sitting in a seafood well, store." And uh, he probably doesn't realize one-eyed people there's eater. Probably more men watching his masturbation videos than women. I'll tell Ooh. you that right now. You just hurt me. You just hurt me. I'm oh. just saying. I know, like, but you hurt. Reality of it. I know. You're probably right. That's especially, what hurts me. Especially closeted gay dudes that don't want pretending to be young girls, knowing that they have those tendencies and shit like that. Like a hundred percent, dude. Right. Like, so I asked him to search out. Yeah, yeah, because his wife is in the car while he's doing this. This is so because his wife is in the back now, and she's like, she's in the back, like making herself comfortable watching the show on her phone while we're having this conversation and his wife is in the car while he does this. And he, and I said, she's, how does she deal with this? And he said, well, she's the one who got me into this. She, uh, well, why is, why isn't she doing it? I would think it'd make more money with her doing it than, you know, but maybe she's shy about it. Maybe she has like a hang up that she doesn't want to put herself out there. But she's got this dude that's willing. To, I mean, listen, bro. I'm. 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 I don't it's think that's like, it. I don't. I think she doesn't have the money for a manicure. You have to have nice looking hands, otherwise, it ruins the mood. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's why I don't do feet pics, is because I got a toenail that's got a little bit of fungus on it, and I don't think people want to see that. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh. But for all I know, I could probably get extra for the toe fungus on my feet pics. Probably. Or sponsor. Or, or sponsor. <laughs> there you go. Now, now, see, I like the way you're thinking. Finally, GD is, is finally coming to his senses and thinking like a businessman here. Did I get a toe jam sponsor? What? Well, you gotta be I owe, like. I owe it all to the. I, I owe it all to the blueprint for success. Learning to think like a businessman. This, yeah, there's got to be some kind of product that deals with that that we can get as a sponsor, and, and Willie could be our like test kitty. Uh, now <laughs> those old John Madden commercials. John Madden used to do a. a uh, like foot fungus commercial for tough African, 
Tenacted. Tenacted. Okay, so write yeah. that down. Write write down Tenacted right now. And now we, I will contact them. Remind me to contact them. I will contact them today and see if we can get some sponsorship out of them, and we can use you as their, uh, as the like, I don't know, test subject to make sure it works. Uh, <laughs> no, this is good stuff. Um, well, our, our next guest is apparently uh, late or not showing up. I should write to her an email, but I just wanted to continue down this line of the guy living in his car doing the sex stuff. And uh, I see, he said, like most of the, pro he said most of his customers were young girls who had uh, daddy fetishes. And I was like, how do you verify their age? Because uh, I didn't even think about verifying their gender and to find out that they're really them. But uh, apparently, there is a way that he could. Because I said, you know what? How do you know the cops aren't going to show up there right now? You don't know you're doing this to like 14 year old girls or something. You're, you're breaking the law. He said, no, there is a, I forget what it was, whether it was Pornhub. I think it was on a, a platform that had an age verification thing on it. That, but who knows how that works? Is that just, are, are you 18? Click here. Because a lot of the weed sites have that. You just, are you 18? Click here. They, got, and they had an age verification. Right. Yeah, they have an age verification, but not a taste verification or a common sense verification, just age. So it could be just a, a kid saying, yes, I'm 18, or yes, I'm older. I, I, yeah, that's true. I, I think Check. we've upset Mike with the content of our show today. Uh, yeah. And, and the other, so then I asked him, is there anything you wouldn't do? Like, you know, people ask you. Uh, I mean, that's a good question. That's a good question to ask. Is there he, anything he did you have, wouldn't do? He did have a request that he turned down. Because I was what like, uh, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. But I was like, you know what? In, in your position, when you're only making enough for today's Cheerios and or and a gas in the car to keep warm, because this was the middle of the winter. Keep in mind, this was the middle of the winter. I was like, damn, because you don't want to sleep in a car that's running. So staying warm in the winter has got to be a difficult thing. So I was like, in your I'm position, you. you don't have a lot of. Uh, a principle to stand on. There isn't much you can say no to. He said one girl wanted him to shit on a rock. Take a shit on a rock. Now, and okay, so the country the or the minerals? No, not Iraq. Iraq. Things I ever saw at a house party, and uh, um, it was in Northwest Iowa. Uh, I think the the Spirit Lake area. It wasn't. It was like outside Spirit Lake, and I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, and it was his party. We were at his house, and he had a, a glass fucking coffee table. And he asked a girl in the middle of the party, in the middle of the party, he asked a girl to shit on the table, and he laid underneath it and masturbated while she shit, like like he could watch it coming down at him, but not on him. It was the crazy dude. Like uh, about twenty people left instantly. We were because at first, I think at first we were laughing it off. We we're like, okay, there's no way this is really gonna happen. And then and then it just started happening, and every and people just started leaving. Like, what in the fuck is happening here? Like, this is the craziest shit. So, dude, there's there's people out there doing some of the most bananas things now, you can think of. Yeah, Willie, no, what I you don't realize is there was a song by Three Dog Night, and that night. They, that, from the song, where you know the what? Shit I've ever seen. Uh, they deleted thanks, that verse. Yeah. Wait, let's do it together. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 
that night, like I don't, we have no idea what happened that night because no, it, just went, it was three dog night. night. It was three dog night, not that night. But uh, I once had a girl pay me to go. Anyway, wait, I want to. Oh, want to try the that again? Try one more time. I'm interested to know what you were actually saying. I am actually. I don't know. Yeah, the three dog night thing. Try again. Is it working? Got me doing without the crackling now. Sort of. Eh, uh, not as bad. Uh, uh, I was uh, saying that the the three dog night. Nope, it's crackling. Damn no, it, good. it's it. not crackling. You hear crackling? Okay. We don't. When you don't, we do. When you don't, we. I mean, when we don't, you do. Okay. Right. Try again. Good. So here's the deal. Let's try this. I was, just, I was just saying that the Three Dog Night had a song, and this in the song it goes, "This is the craziest party that craziest thing that could ever." Oh be. yeah, Mama. That, right. Mama told me not to yes. come. Mama, right. That what Willie just described was the fourth verse that they took out just because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, this would be good to go to one of GD's uh, comedy shows and to fuck with his mic every time he starts a premise for a joke. No, 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 I, no, I, no, all my shows, now, I don't, I mean, I, I've I, had so many all, bad all, all my shows, all, all my shows really blows. Um, I don't get it, I don't get it. I, I, I told you, you used the computer. You never had a problem with the I, computer. Because it, it's true, but I use up all of my gigs. I only I have like 150 gigs available for the month that I do. You and don't, so you, gigs, gigs. You don't need any. You're not recording anything. You don't have to record it to your machine. I know that, and I'm not. But it for some reason when I do it live, it sucks up like 10, 15 gigs. It shouldn't. That's what I was saying. I had to figure out why what why that happened. All right, I want to come back to the weird sexual fetishes. Not the dumping stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah. that that's just too weird. But I got something it weird, is, weirder than that. Because Have you guys heard of Lunars? You guys have heard of Lunars, right? No? L- Lunars? Yeah, I don't know how I know about Well, I know how I know about this. I don't remember the name of the show that educated me about this. It was something on HBO about oh, crazy sexual fetishes. And one of the ones is people, lunars, they get off on popping balloons. If a balloon pops, they have an orgasm. If they hear a balloon pop, they have an orgasm. So they get together and have these parties where there's nothing, balloons all over the room. And people just like, you know, popping balloons on purpose. And every time a balloon pops, they all have Uh orgasms together. And they have these meetings. It's so bizarre. Cause I heard this and I'm thinking this is they're making this shit up, but in, in the program <laughs> they said that the way they have these meetings because it's such a weird fetish that they don't even advertise like in like crazy like uh, you know magazines or anything where you meet up with these yeah, people or even online. Page. Yeah, they, they weren't even <laughs> on, in AOL chat rooms. Uh, so what they do is they just put it on blimps on the side. They park their car in front of their house, not in the driveway, and put a balloon, not blown up, but on, when cars had antennas, they would put the balloons uh, just on the, on the antenna like a condom. And if you would drive by and you'd see that and you would know 
that that's the house of a lunar and they have lunar parties. And uh, I thought that that's just too bizarre. And then my friend Lee, the guy who just killed himself a couple of weeks ago, he, he said, uh, weirdest thing, man. My neighbor's got these balloons on it on his antennas, like they like it's a condom every day. And I was like, "Holy shit, you got a lunar there!" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And then I explained to him. He said, "Dude, you're a sick fuck. How do you know about this stuff?" How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even care about his neighbor. Now he's just worried about why you know that. Yeah, why do you know it? The fact that my neighbor is that. You just know about it, and you're the disgusting one. What the fuck? You see, that don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd have moved. I'd have, I'd have been like, oh, well, I guess I'm moving now. I feel <laughs> bad for I feel bad for John Clark for being part of this program now because it was kind of a classy program while he was on, and then from the moment he left, it's totally degraded into, uh, I don't know how yeah, we got that's here. That's true. That did happen. Although, you know how we got it here. It seems like his friends... His, his friends that were here uh, are still here, and they seem to be enjoying the conversation. Well, that that's uh, that's. Are that's there a songs out there about that? Mm-hmm. Let's just put a song list about balloons, and because I like the '99 look. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna go with that I'm one. Yeah, that, that that's that the down. that's the only one I could think of. Uh, that doesn't speak well for them that they're enjoying this conversation. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they are. You know, they probably just want to hear what we're going to say next. You know, what I, mean? like, I don't think what? we can say anything uh, more bizarre than what we've already said. But um, oh, I'm sure we could. I'm yeah, sure uh, we could. with with you here, I have. I could start that. telling prison stories if you like. Now, may, maybe. Uh, well, prison songs. Write that down. Um, Oh, songs about prison? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Open yeah. Prison, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Ah, don't say like them. Like every other song but Johnny Cash. Don't say them. But, um, like I said, I have to get on the record because I may not be here. I could die tomorrow. At least no. you have this in the archives. We, we'll carry on without you. Uh, we, we'll put it. Oh, that, that, that's so sad. That hurts. That hurts. That, that, well, it won't hurt when you're dead. You won't feel sick. <laughs> Uh, now, do you have a will? Do you have a uh, not that will? Do you have a will? Um, actually, my wife's not going to work on that this year. I I have a like a will, but I don't have a working will. I have an inventory of everything I have to see what my family wants of mine. Because, for example, I have like a, a tool room, tons of tools. You know, and tools that you know. I, I don't know any. No woman in my family fixes anything. They all hire people. So my wife has a tool room. My wife has a tool room. As I mentioned, my wife is the man of the house. My wife has a tool room. I don't have a tool room. Um, but uh, wills and funeral arrangements are what I. I am. I know I'm of the age where I should have all these things. Because I, you know, actually anybody at any age could go in any minute. But I'm at the age where I could be gone today. And uh, if so, uh, I mean, I have life insurance, but I don't have funeral arrangements. I don't have, uh, I think I probably just want to be stuffed and set, take me to this taxider- taxidermist and have me stuffed and put in this chair and just press the go button every morning and I'll just sit here and let you two guys talk to a stuffed animal. Uh, well, I have I have friends who started sending me video eulogies so that I can compose them that be played once I'm gone. Yeah. But a will, a last will and testament, uh, I'm I'm reluctant to put. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's superstition. I'm just scared, or just I I don't want to think about me dying. 
Uh, I'm reluctant to do that. I know I'm very immature by that. I should do it. I should do it, uh, but I'm not doing it. Uh, I tell you, anyway, let's do it like they do in the movies. Let's do it like they do in the movies. People movie. don't like thinking about their death. You know, people that's have a me. Hard time yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that's that's just it. You don't have to. Oh, mama from the train. I will write. I will write your will. You write mine. Uh, you don't know what I have, and I don't know what you have. I know you have tools. Now I know you have tools. I never knew that about you before. I know you have a cat. Two cats. One. Oh well. Two cats. No, one and three quarters. One quarter. and a half. One and three one quarter. One and three quarter cats. Yeah. That's one a of good them start. That's like, a good start. One of them's missing a leg. Uh, we'll send you. We'll send you. We'll send each other a list of possessions, and then we'll, you know, write each other's wills. I want to. Possessions and family members. <laughs> uh, if I may, and this is going to take a while. I wrote to Catherine. Apparently, she apparently she caught as soon as John left. She caught the way this conversation was going, and probably said, nah, "I don't want to be part of that show." Uh, <laughs> but maybe. It maybe, yeah, maybe indeed. Um, I want to see if I can share this video of Antarctica. Now, this is not the only reason Antarctica is uh, uh, trending this morning. I will get to why it's trending, but I want to share this video and see what you guys make of it. it you know, it's going to take a second here. Um, okay, well, while you're doing that, Will, oh, so Ooh, are, you, got, are you ready now? No, keep going. So, Will, Will, what's your highest possession that when you die, you want to make sure it goes into good hands? Like you have seven kids, you only have like one of this item. So which kid do you want to have it, and what is it? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think my son Zach, who's always been in my life, if I if I leave something to like my kids and stuff, he's he's definitely going to feel like it should go to him, and I think that that's probably fair since we've we've had a relationship his entire life. Um, you know, my so son Gabe, I just what are you leaving him? No. What are you leaving them? What's I, the number bro, one thing? I love how you think I have possessions. I have <laughs> nothing, bro. The hat. You have something. The, the old shit hat is a possession. Oh, no. The, the old shit hat, I'm sure, is going to go inside a glass case inside Kelly's house somewhere. I'm sure. Even when I was homeless, <laughs> I had stuff. Time. And one, once a week, she'll just open the case and smell it. Like, Is, is Kelly a Satanist? I don't think so. Because she's saying we should she's do wicked. something special she's for. Si she's saying we should do something special for six 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 for for a, a six, episode six six six. My God, I, where, no. when did she say that? I missed that. Where's that at? I don't know. It's somewhere in there. I'm sure. It, yeah, right wow. here it says. Uh, you should probably do something special for the six 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 episode. Oh, so, yeah, uh, dude, I, I'll do like a if you want. I have a I have a really good evil voice. I could do. The evil voice, like the whole episode, it'll probably trash my voice, but whatever. No, I don't want to do that. I don't mind. I'm that? not celebrating that number, not even one bit. The other night, I had a short that was stuck on 666 views, and I went uh, into another room and, and created a uh, not created, but logged in as something else just so I could make it go to 667 because I didn't want it sticking on that number. Um, oh. Well, all right, here, here, here look. Thought, uh, Look at this video. This is Antarctica here. I got to do it back from here. So you see that? That is, uh, looks like an orb around the sun. That's what they say is yeah. the top of the dome. And then you come over here and you see the sun again. It's, it's like reflected. Like, it seemed like they did 360 degree spin over there. 
look like a 180 spin to see the same thing. What do you make of it? No. But it, I mean, it does, it is definitely, wow, that's. Uh, for the people on the radio side, can we have some yeah, colored commentary? Well, I'm sh- yeah, I'll do the, I'll do the colored know, commentary. Probably, this is a beautiful um, picture of the sun with the corona. Because there's different levels to the atmosphere. You know what I mean? And so I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's an atmospheric level thing. Like that's where, because like, um, uh, there's like, because once you get so high up, you're actually in like, what stratosphere or whatever they call it. I mean, I'm not the iconosphere, uh, the condom sphere. The, so I'm sure, yeah, to me, the, that's um, what it seems like it is. They're saying that I'm that's uneducated. From, I'm just spitballing here. The earth, flat earthers are in the comments big time, saying you could see the dome. That's the that arch on top of the thing they're claiming is the is the dome, the firmament. Uh, and it's just, no, I, mean, uh, I just think that that's the, dip, the, 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 yeah, I just think that that's the, the, the changeover between the, the atmospheres because like the density of the air and all, you know, all that shit changes as you, yeah. as you go closer to space. But that, that is not why Antarctica, it, I don't know why that's the top video. There's a bunch of stuff like some guys claiming they found a, a pyramid in Antarctica, uh, but the, the reason Antarctica is trending today is that Iran has claimed uh, Antarctica. They say Antarctica is ours. Uh, and there, yeah, there is a, a kind of a treaty between, well, I don't know if it was the UN or whoever put it together, that, you know, Iran, uh, Iran, Antarctica belongs to no one, but Antarctica is claiming right. it for themselves. Right. Uh, Iran is claiming Antarctica for themselves. So... That's yeah, why fucking look on that. Well, That's my, not going to work. Now, as, I as think far as that thing with the sun goes, as far as I think with the sun goes, what are the Masons saying about it? We we heard the flat earthers. What are the Masons? What how are they? You know, because that looks like a Mason symbol as well. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, the Masons they don't chime in about much, you know. I'm just saying, but I have a buddy I think that's that, a Freemason, and he won't tell me anything. But I'm saying the initiates, the initiates, the upper ones don't say shit, but the lower ones, the ones that like just got in, you know, they're like right. the ones that hold the door for the other masons, but they can't hear what's inside. Right. They may be talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I uh, ones on I probation. have a friend because I noticed, I noticed he had a Freemason ring on, and I was like, "Bro, are you a, are you a mason?" And he goes, "Yeah," and I was like, "Tell me about that." He's like, "I can't," and I was like, "What do you mean you can't?" He's like, "He's like, I can't." And I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you tell him, wait, did you tell him? Uh, hold on. Let me, I'm sorry. I'm so slow with this kind of crap. Uh, did you tell him? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Do you like that segment of the show? I think it's pretty funny. It's, it's the only part I like. You know what? I need to. Uh, I need to get a, a sampling. I could go back. I, I'm sure I have it already on tape of you just saying that and then use that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that in her voice that I'm sure she gets really annoyed about. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to get a sampling of that and just like put it on a looper or something. Maybe I'll even make a like a techno song out of it with the 
Oh my god, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, Dude, Danica would be so happy. Yeah. And especially if like I go, shut the fuck up. And she go, yeah. You know what I mean? Like make it a ringtone. I make know, it a ringtone. Right? You know, right. huh? Make it the ringtone. Make it a ringtone. Yeah. So when she calls oh you, god, it's just, oh my god, a Lord and Lady ringtone? <gasps> yeah, make no, it a ringtone. Okay, she's not here, so she didn't hear me say that. That's gonna be a great surprise for her. Okay. Uh cover this comedy club. Yeah, go ahead, take a quick wait, but a, a quick break. Yeah, we'll do this for you while you take a quick break. It'll be just me and G, me and GD. What I just put you out. Now put you I got it. Don't do that. Stop touching things. <laughs> Don't touch I touch myself. Uh tonight, not tonight. What's tonight? The fifteenth. Tomorrow night and, and Saturday night. Adam Ferrara uh as at Levittown uh Governor's Comedy Club. Now Adam Ferrara he he been on he was on the Dennis Leary's uh shows. I, and he's had some comedy uh, central specials and things like that. I've invited him on this program. The thing is excuse me, I'm getting a little stuffed up here. He is friends with the drummer uh, ex drummer of the Rock and Forty Fives, uh and you know, very close friends with him and I could not even get a response from him to an invitation uh, to be on this program. It's like, what are, these, what are these no replies? I hate that. I would prefer somebody like Penn, Penn Gillette who told me, fuck you, you're a nobody. I'm not coming on your show. Uh, I prefer that to a non-answer, no, a no reply, and especially if it's two or three times in and you don't reply to me. I'm like, what the fuck? How hard is it to say no? And if you don't say no, I'm just going to keep bugging you for the rest of your life. You're going to get an email from me once a week for eternity until you say no. I'd rather not. Right. So he's at. Yeah, uh, I, I can take a. I can take a no. I don't want to guess if you've just seen it and ignoring me. Right. I can take a no. I'm a grown yeah. man. I, you're, you're a grown man with a Robin F. Kennedy. Oh, by the way. I, I have reached yeah. out, I have reached out to uh, Mr. Q himself to to be on the program. Now he might be desperate enough to come on this program. <laughs> Believe it or not, because <laughs> we have some friends in common. Like I, uh, yeah, I'm not one of these people. Who, oh, I know Kennedy. I know Kennedy. But there's a lot of these people who just yeah, I know Kennedy. I know Kennedy. Fuck you, you know Kennedy. You know the worst Kennedy. But uh, I have friends who know Kennedy, you know Kennedy, and uh, they may uh, we may be able to get him to come on this program. That would be good, and uh, I would restrain myself. Oh, I'm talking to him like this. If You're I not if gonna do said, that during while he's here. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, so you'll do it behind his back, but not do no. Right, I would do the minute when he's in the when he's in the like green room down there and can tell what I'm saying about him. I would probably are that scasters. <laughs> But uh, what's oh going I fucking dare you. I to see him in the bell. Can you can you re, can you record his reaction? Can you record right, his reaction right. in the green room like, so that we can see it? But probably he could. Can't? Probably could. I know I can. I know I could. But I had to do a screen capture. I'd have to do a screen capture. Uh, this question from Celia. Celia, I think it's Celia. Is that Celia? Celia, Celia, uh, or Celia? Uh, when is John Daddy O'Clock appearing again? Uh, whenever he uh, li would like to. I don't know. I'll reach out to him and ask him if. But we would love to have John back on. You know, I love nothing. I love more than repeat guests here. Uh, 
We also like get... repeat viewers, just so you know, uh, Celia. We we'd love to have you back. In, yes, uh, that's. In the chat. Thank you for reminding very, me that. Very active in the chats, and we like that. We like to see that. Uh, now, at... she's saying she'll be back when John is back. She doesn't care about any other guests yeah, for us. Probably, like, forget about that's this. It. We I can feel... get her every day if we have John every day. I feel bad for uh, not having Catherine on today because uh, you know what? She was a major uh, selling point because she's kind of hot in, in the thumbnail. So I'm sure a lot of people just wanted to tune in to see the hot chick. What am I, chopped liver to you, man? Now we know. You're more like eggplant. You're more like eggplant to me, and I don't like eggplant. What if I wore my hair up? What if I wore my hair up instead of down? Because I only wear it down because I was playing basketball, and my headband fell off, and this other basketball player says, you know, with your hair down, you're drop-dead gorgeous. No. Wearing it may, may I finish? Because I have to get rid of govs, and we're running out of time for me to get rid of govs. Uh, at, at Belmore this weekend, Brian Chikoki, Chikaki, Chikaki. I don't know him. No, I feel like GD because uh, I should know Brian Chikaki. It does. And at Bohemia this weekend, the All Star Comedy Show. Oh no, that's tonight. All Star Comedy Show, and then this weekend, Sean Donnelly. I know Sean Donnelly. At, at the Bohemian location. So that's all of Govs. Thanks, Govs, for uh, uh, being part of the program. We'll see you tomorrow. If you're still, if you're not too turned off by the extremely disturbing conversation that followed uh, John Daddy O'Clock's uh, appearance on the program this morning. No, 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 no. Listen, Kelly, I know you're biased. This is not true. I'm going to say this is not true. That I am not. I am not the beauty of the show. The beauty of this show is Matt's mustache. I just want to be clear. Except, except, <laughs> uh, Ian brought up. He's. I think he's. I don't know if he sent me a link to it, but he, he uh, a picture from. I don't know. Was it Ian that sent me this? A uh, picture from when Eric Roberts. You know Eric Roberts, the actor Eric Roberts. When he was on yeah. the program, uh, he. Oh yeah, it was uh, because it wasn't the first time we had sex toys. Eric Roberts, when he was on, he was promoting the rocket. The rocket was an erectile dysfunction. Uh, device that burns out the dead cells in your in your boner to give you more blood flow to your boner. Anyway, we, he was on. We were promoting that because his brother-in-law or something was was the manufacturer. Anyway, when he was on, my mustache was as white as white could be. It was uh, the abominable, and I look a hundred years older in that. It's when ridiculous. was Eric Roberts on? Was that during was that, five was years that during ago? The time I was in the freezer. Or? No, like five years ago, this was. Oh, on yeah, this look. show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, basically, Eric Roberts told me I was the best host he'd ever talked to. That's what he said, and I have that That's on great. tape somewhere. He said that after we were offline. Uh, did, did he say anything but, about maybe getting the sister on the show? Because that'd be fucking cool. I didn't want to talk about it. So, yes, I wanted to. I definitely and want you to have him back. I told you, did I tell you Julia Roberts kissed me one time? Get out. You got to tell that story. I think I, I I'm sure I told the story. Uh, we were in Taos, Taos, New Mexico, in a, a bar play, and uh, they were playing pool, and I was watching, and and they kept trying to get me to play pool. She was playing with with some girls and stuff. She was married to Lyle Lovett at the time, uh, okay. and. 
we're sitting there watching, and uh, somebody, uh, one of the girls were, was a lesbian or something and was kissing her. She thought I was stalking her, and I wasn't. I was just looking at her because she was hot. But I, I, I'm like, why the fucking Julia Roberts? Just starstruck at it. And this other girl started kissing the other girl, and she turned around and looked at me like, uh, said to, like, say, see, I'm not into you, I'm not into guys, whatever. And I was like, I don't care, I'm not into you, I'm fucking staring at Julia Roberts over there. <laughs> and <laughs> Julia Roberts was a little drunk, and she came over and she said, oh yeah? And then she gave, she laid one on me, and I was like, whoa, I just fucking got wow, I got a kiss by Julia Roberts. How old were you? And this was, this was uh, in my 30s. Frank did not have a fucking camera on. Frank, my friend Frank was there. I was like, you got to tell everybody about this. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you, were, you were my only witness to this. And now Frank hates my gut. <laughs> and now Frank hates my gut. So if, even if I get, and also Frank, he's that happy. Uh, hold on there, Robert. Um, even if Frank's had half his brain removed. So even if I get him on here to testify to this, it might be a little bit shaky, but... Uh, um, yeah, so that's my Julia. She just one kiss and just like kind of I don't know what she what her point was in doing that, but yeah, I, you know, get Julia Rod and then get her on here and see if I can get her to remember that. Do you remember uh, oh 1992, uh, Tuscaloosa, <laughs> Mexico? You were playing pool in a in a bar, and I was there. And he, yeah, no, you need to bring that. You kissed me once, and she'll be like, "I did," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, and then I'll bet you once you tell her, she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I do remember that." Because like when you, when you, especially the way you tell that story, it's a very you tell it in a memory jogging fashion. Like there's enough like sn snippets of what was happening that that like it may be be something you haven't thought about in 20, 30 years, whatever. But when somebody says something to you in that way, oh yeah, fuck yeah. I yeah, I think she would remember. It all comes flooding back. You know? I think she would remember the way her friend was uh, making believe she was a lesbian to try to just deter right. me from, because she thought I was looking at, like, how do you get it in your mind that I'm staring at you when you're fucking next to Julia Roberts? It's like, you know, imagine, <laughs> well, well, who's the, uh, uh, Wolverine guy, like you, you Jackman, like you, yeah. you Jackman standing next to me, and I'm thinking you're looking at me, right? right. No, you're not waving right. at me. Yeah, right. you Jackman standing next to me. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hello, uh, I'm not into you, I'm into the movie star standing there, the pretty woman, <laughs> and that you know, Julia Roberts. Kelly, Kelly wants to know, did, did she slip you any tongue? She wants a little to bit, a little bit, not like it a wasn't like, bit. yes, it wasn't like a big, deep, it was like church like, tongue. Yeah, it was yeah, it was just a little tease of a, a, a very hot, by the way, very hot little teasing kiss. Like I, I, well, I, probably, I, I, I listen, if I'd have got kissed by Julia Roberts in my thirties, I probably would have had an erection for a week. <laughs> like it just stay hard the whole. Well, time. I, I can't. I, I won't lie. It moved a little bit. But I wouldn't say it was an erection. It moved. Sure I, it, it, did, it, it was the kind of thing that I was bragging about for a month afterwards. And uh, I did not want to, like, I could still remember it. Now, that's how impactful yeah. it was. It was like, wow. Yeah. It, yeah. it was you almost like. You didn't even want to kiss another girl? <laughs> right, yeah. It was like, almost like there was like an electric spark you. there. I'm sure she yeah. felt nothing. She felt like, oh, right. what a, what a. Right. But for me, it was like, oh. Yeah. Don't know, don't know, because she was married to Carl Lovett. You could have been the one that got away. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? Compared to Lyle Levitt, I was fucking smoking hottie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, compared to what? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you know, it, I think if if I were going to oh, have a tombstone, if I were going to have a tombstone, I would probably want once kiss Julia once Roberts. Kiss Julia Roberts, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. No. What about? Did you see Star Eighty? No, Star Eight. Oh yes, yes, uh, yeah. Now Eric Roberts is in that movie, and he's a right. That's player. what made me think of it. That's what made me think of it because when you said Eric Roberts, that's that's the first thing I think of is Star Eighty, and the well, chair. Just, we just watched an Eric Roberts movie the other day, but I can't remember what the name of it was. It was really good though. When I when I talked to him, uh, uh, like, what's his favorite role? Uh, Pope of Greenwich Village. Uh, the cop shit his pants is the one line he's most. Uh, remembered for what he said. People all come up to him. Uh, oh, the cop shit his pants. Say the cop shit his pants. I was like, what? I, I don't even remember that line from Pokemon. Yeah. But that's the one that. But yeah, Star 80, I think that's what he'd like to forget. But he was. Well, I was just wondering because the rocket, the, the thing that. Because he, cause he had what, invented this, this chair in, in Star 80, right? His character invented this particular chair. And I was just wondering about the sex toy. If that's why he got that sponsorship. Well, he he invented what the the stand. It was this chair. This chair. Chair. It was a chair in Star Eighty for for some kind of unusual sex act, right? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah, I thought that was a subplot. It was Darlene Darlene Stratton or Dar Diane Stratton Darlene Stratton. I forget what her name was. Star Eighty was about a Canadian young girl that was seduced into uh the playboy life by this one guy. He was just like a, he's the guy that got her into posing. But then when uh, you have to discover that this guy became a stalker and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember anything about inventing a sex chair or any of that kind of stuff. I, I think that was a subplot. Um, Muriel, was, Muriel Hemingway was in it, right? Muriel Hemingway. Was she? I don't and think I think she died at the end. I, I don't know. It's been a well, while. Well, yeah, it's she been... did die. She was murdered by uh, by Eric right. Roberts's uh, uh, the guy Eric Roberts was playing. It's a true story. That Star Eighty, uh, right? Yeah, Mariel Hemingway. Uh, he he starred as Paul Snyder. Now, Paul Snyder does it say anything about him inventing any kind of sex chair or anything like that? That could have uh, been added for dramatic effect. It may not be actual. True, but it was I maybe it was we're discovering something about the deep corners of your psyche that you you made up in your weird little. Uh, it's as real as Jaja Gabor and the cat, and as I, real as. That's what I mean. It's a, that's what I it's exactly what I mean. It's as real as Jaja Gabor and the cat. And what was the I'm, other I'm thing that you made up? I, I don't make things up. I'm sorry. Yeah. You guys are like putting. You guys are putting thoughts in my head. Right. Oh, I that happened. By the way, uh, PBM TV. I know I've uh, I failed to make good on this challenge. Remind me tomorrow, early on in the program. I want to challenge the people on PBM TV to call in to prove that you're real people and not just some fake bots watching this program. Because every day there are big numbers reported on. PBM TV, and I don't think any of them are real human beings, or they're not listening. Is your number set up to take calls again? Can we get calls on the show? I will tomorrow. I'll, ha I'll have the phone line uh, activated tomorrow. Just and to challenge these 
whatever they are, people, fake people, bots on PBM TV to prove that at least one of you is really there. Because I don't think so. Dorothy Stratton was was uh, the Playboy model. I, Star I, I, I think PBM TV stands for um, People Bots Make Believe TV. People Bot MTV, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, people bought Make Believe TV. But uh, the real Dorothy Stratton, by the way, I had her poster up on my wall in college. Uh, just uh, She was right in my dorm room. She was the big, big star. Uh, uh, I graduated in 1981. So that hey, was that was the year I was born. Wow. I graduated. <laughs> the, only poster, the only poster I had when I was younger was Jane Kennedy. And it's possible I had Rachel McLeish, but only because what? I worked on a movie with her. Wait, Jane so, Kennedy? Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy. Kennedy. Jane Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't say Jane Kennedy. I don't know Jane Kennedy. Anyway. You're lost. All right. Well, that uh, I'm sorry that's the program today. Oh. John Daddy O'Clock. Uh, portion of the program was good. The rest of it, I apologize for. Uh, we won't. We'll try not to let that happen again. I just want to before Willie promo something. I just want to promo tomorrow's program, uh, and we have two uh, comedians on tomorrow. Uh, Mike Big M, who's a friend of uh, Willie's, Mike Bim, Big M West. Uh, I guess the M stands for Mike, so why not just be Big Mike West? Uh, and then Floyd Jones. Uh, who sounds like he should be a boxer? Right? Does sound like yeah. a boxing yeah. lightweight. Uh, he's a, a comedian who will be on in the ten o'clock hour tomorrow. Now, Willie, you have uh, a something at the bites and bites and flights and and snipes and big bites. West Chicago, uh, big bits of bites. No, 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 no. Uh, that was last week. This week, this week, this Saturday, we'll be at Whiskey Dicks in Sioux City, Iowa. Sarah Manson is on the show. Adam Gouge is on the show. And Josh Augustine is on the show. Starts at 8 o'clock. Tickets are $10. Um, and Whiskey Dicks is one of my favorite places to do in Sioux City. Um, I, I love that venue. It's a nice little, It's a nice room, big stage. And we're going to do uh, – all four comics are going to do um, a little like Q&A thing at the end of the show to try and help create uh, you know, some social media content, some one-off content. You know, that'll just be specific to that show. So very uh, excited for that. What are you doing? Are you headlining? You hosting? You you what are you doing? So, so I'm I'm hosting the show, but like the way that we're doing it is like everybody's gonna there's four comics on the show, and we're all gonna do 20 minutes, and then uh at the end of that, uh when the last person goes, all of all four four of us will go on stage and we'll do like a 15, 20 minute like interactive thing with the crowd as well. So uh, you're going to tape, tape the Q&A stuff. Is that, is that the idea behind I'm, this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely want to. I'm sure, I'm sure Danica will probably help us do that. And, you know, honestly, we could take the laptop and tape it on the laptop. That probably would be the smartest. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, if you can uh, get us some samples of it, not the whole thing, but just a little taste of it. Just right. to kind of, right. yeah, yeah, that would be good stuff. Anyway, yeah, that is our. Take the laptop on Saturday. That is our attempt at having a show today. I'm going to kick you guys out and then say goodbye and go take care of myself. Uh, that thanks for being here. Have a great day. Bye, bye for now. All right. Um, well, John Daddy O'Clock, his links are in the description. Go follow him. Uh, we'll see about getting him on because again, I'm sure 
Uh, he will come back at some point when it's convenient for him. Uh, Catherine Gerard, uh, I don't know what happened to her, but uh, I suspect maybe she caught a little bit of conversation in between where uh, John left and she was supposed to come on and said, I don't think I want to be a part of that uh, slut fest, those guys talking about. And listen, I didn't plan on talking about all the uh, deviant sexual stuff. I think that came about because of Willie's uh, um, observation that the podcast was missing certain episodes and my explanation of why that was. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Till then, don't forget to turn on your radio. Have a great day. Bye for now.
listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.